Get wrecked, nerds. Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche podcast. We got Eric, we got AJ, we got Rudo. As the Avs win their third straight, they move to 3-0 on the season. They have a perfect road trip to kick off the season. Taking down the Seattle Kraken 4-1 tonight in a game that was a lot closer than that score represents, I think, to be fair. Um, I, you That's know, how I feel about it. I Accurate Big for young. this time of night. Sleepy, sleepy. I, look, I don't want to sound hyperbolic because I don't want that to just take this with a grain of salt. Worst game of the season so far for the Avs? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, out of three. Yeah, it's easy. First game they've been outplayed, like, uh, clearly. Yeah. I think that's that's a fair take. Uh, we do won. have a 60-second rundown. Did any, does anyone want it, or should I just take it? Have at it. I'll take it. I'm I'll go. It's all you. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, I'm ready. All right, Avs tonight, big win to continue to rewrite the record books of the NHL. 14th straight road win, start uh, dating back to last season. Outstanding uh, feat by the Avalanche. Next on to Kale McCarr, becoming the fastest defenseman in NHL history to get to 250 points. And then Alexander Georgiev continues to make C-Mac, uh, Joe Sackick, and the scouting staff look like absolute geniuses for that trade there dating back a couple years ago. And love the tightness of the group with the start of Logan O'Connor, uh, you know, going after Everly for the hit last year against Cogliano. It was a great way to set the tone. Maybe didn't look like the rest of the game was uh, going the Avs way, but Logan O'Connor gets rewarded with a big short-handed goal, and that is all, folks, for that one minute. Great win by the Avs, and I'm sweating. <laughs> use the use the vitamin W towels, all right? I got gotcha. you. Get it in there. Get the pucks deep. Three towels for three dubs on the season, all right? Yeah, I got my bib on. I'm ready to eat good on this yes. postgame, all right? Lobster. That's how it's going to go. You know who was eating good tonight? Georgiev. Oh, hey, he was eating hungry, all right? He had the whole buffet in front of him, and he was munching it down. I was yes. a hungry man dinner. Uh, nom, 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 nom. What, at what point do you seriously start having the conversation about Georgiev as one of the best goalies in the league? Because we're only three games in. I'm being realistic here. Three-game sample size is not big enough to say, oh, this is legit. This is who he is. But he has been incredibly good through three games. 20. You think you have to go a full 20? He has to play 20. 20 started games? Correct. Okay. So you're not really talking about that until like December at the earliest. Yeah, I'm not. Okay. Well, we've already talked about him like he's a top 10 guy. Oh, yeah. For sure. So, you know, now it's but like, okay. You're now talking about like Vesna stuff. If yeah. He keeps I mean, this up. Yeah. <laughs> you're talking like top five. If this no, it's when I see, I'm like you, continues. when I see Liston, he's not in the top 10. It makes me like throw up. Honestly, it's. <laughs> Last year, it was so outstanding, and this year, obviously, it's a small sample, but I agree with you. Yeah. You know, to get into that conversation, probably another, you know, 20 games or so. I agree. Not, not that you throwing up would be funny, but it would be no. a pretty visceral be reaction to reading a great. list on the internet where it's like, yeah, you're giving 13. Yeah. I need yeah. a towel. Great, great sound effects <laughs> for an audio format. That was, <laughs> we um, are a podcast. You can't well can get liked. us on Spotify, you know. Yeah, it's true. You hear us puking. Find it there. <laughs> uh, first period, not great for Colorado. Extremely sloppy, a little bit all over the place. Is this to be expected on a road trip? 
an inevitability, especially one where, hey, you have two days off all the time. Is there a little bit of working through that for Colorado, or were they just off tonight? Well, and and for one, you have a quality team on the other. For sure. The, quality, a, a team that plays that brand of hockey. Well, yeah, yes. and a quality team that has given you problems. Yep. Um, over its the two years of its existence, you have not easily beaten them. Yeah. Uh, and it's their opening night. Uh, they're ho- I'm sorry, they're a whole You know they're opener. jacked early. Yeah, yeah, and they look like it. You yeah. look at you look at how their game progressed uh, versus how the Avs game progressed, and you want that's the direction you want those games to go. You want okay, hey, we've survived them early on, and then the Avs got stronger as the game went on, culminating in a very good third period, and then. Yep. Uh, with with Seattle, they came out flying early, but did not build a substantial lead. And, and watched it taper off. As yeah, they, and then got worse as the game went on, as the Abs found their game, got the lead, and then took away that offense bit by bit. Yep. They kind of out-Seattled Seattle a little bit tonight. And Seattle's had, before the game, two goals, four and three games. Obviously now one, so that's three goals in four games. It's not... Lighten them up. It's not the offense that they were looking for, right, to, to start their season, but... Uh, Credit to Georgiev, he was outstanding. I'm not taking anything away from them, but they they just have three goals, four and four games. That's in this league, that's not going to be good enough. Nope, the scoring has not been there for Seattle by any stretch. Yeah, the the Avs beat Seattle seven to three in their first ever meeting, and it hasn't been easy since. Yeah, yep. like it's been it's been grind ever since. The final score of this one is actually one of the bigger margins. Yeah, for and Colorado. it's totally deceiving. Yeah, yeah. it would. Yeah, one hundred percent was a much closer game than. 4-1 <clears throat> would represent. Uh, the Avs do give up the first goal of the game for the at least eighth straight time against Seattle. Yeah, I don't remember I their last go, regular yeah, season. I would need to go back and... Um, is this... Uh, this goal felt a little bit inevitable in that first period with particularly the Avs sloppiness with the puck in the defensive zone. Eventually, Seattle gets it in deep. Puck, honestly... It's not even like a super high skill play from Seattle. They're they're oh, just no. banging around a puck in front of the net. Yeah. The Avs just can never get a stick on it. Yeah. Eventually, one gets up over Georgiev. Sloppy coverage, and then Georgiev uh, very awkwardly overslides it. Yeah. Ends up when he tries to correct, it takes him Drops off his the angle. shoulder. Yeah. It takes him off his angle, and Yamamoto. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that scared me. Uh, and it takes him off his angle, and Yamamoto just makes a great shot. Yep. But the both games, that that's the difference though. San Jose and tonight, Georgiev keeps it at one. Yep. Right? Yeah. You know what yep. I mean? Doesn't go down in the whole obviously San Jose, the Avs were pressing a lot harder than tonight. Uh, <laughs> and that, but tonight it felt like they go down two zip. Could have been a tough one to get back from. I mean, it could have been a tough one to get back from. Yeah. Uh, part of the subduedness of our attitude tonight, it's late, guys. Yeah. This is our third straight game at, yeah. we're doing a pot at eleven twenty local. Yeah. Like, sorry, we got the towels going. It's tough to it's tough to be super high energy all the time when every night is. Uh, honestly, it was also just the vibe of the game too, though. Yeah. This was not a super high octane. Very business like win. Yep, it's just the abs doing what they have to. Hey, do. you got a training camp that lasts a few weeks, right? Then you get on the road, and it been gone what a week, give yeah. or take, right? It was we it was three games in like seven days. Like yeah. it was like a couple days off in yeah. between, yeah. so. It can get a little bit long. I, I, I think it's time for them to get on the bird and get home, right? You know what I mean? And, and, and as they will do tonight, probably get a day off. They do have a day off oh, tomorrow. Yeah, day off yeah. tomorrow. I, what, I mean, what time is it? 
11.30, and they're not here at all. They're not in their beds till 2 o'clock. They get lay land at 2 a.m. or something. Yeah, 2.30 in their bed. So they need a day off tomorrow. Got to be ready for Thursday home opener. It's a late night. The good thing is they've been on West Coast time the last week. So for (laughs) them, it's going to be okay. And you know what? You got to look at that first period Thursday and say, hey, let's make sure we're not that rusty and, you know, the fact that you go to bed, it's always two days later, right? So you always look at tonight, and then tomorrow night you get a decent night of sleep. But Thursday, you can see some little bit of rustiness, a little bit of uh, ugliness in the first period. But I think if they go in there and just like tonight, first 10 minutes, if they can <laughs> just kind of go with the energy of the building, the home opener, Let and then, you know, play decent, bit, yeah. you know, and go from there. So oh, It will be a late game for them. It'll be yeah, extremely because, late. Yeah. yeah, because they've been out on the West Coast. All these have been 7 p.m. starts for yeah. them, so them yeah. having the 8.30, which will Kinda probably be 8.50. Keeps it in line, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm saying it'll be later than what it has been. Yeah, you're not They've wrong, been playing at 7. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Where yeah, they right. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been 7 local. It'll probably be 8.50. You're flying back, so just operate tomorrow like you're still on the West Coast. I think you have to, yeah. Um, I, I did want to touch on this too because again the Avs penalty kill goes five for five tonight. Not only do they have a perfect record, they have a perfect penalty kill through three games, and they've taken a lot of penalties. This has not been a good discipline. Their PK's perfect thing. This has been I think they're uh, twelve for twelve or thirteen for thirteen, something like that through yeah, three it's games. Been good. Um, we'll get to the shorty in a little bit, but I want I kind of want to separate that off. I just want to. <sighs> Look at this penalty kill. Cogliano has slotted back in these last two games. How much of this is strictly penalty kill systems and it working this year? And how much of this is the Avs just making the right decisions, making the right plays? And and particularly, their sticks have been just unreal this year. Your give. And yeah, of exactly. course, yeah, yeah. That's a given, the yeah. way he's played these first three games. Yeah, uh, I think some of it is that the familiarity is there with guys um, like LOC they're not yeah. messing around a lot what they're what they're running is not drastically different than what they ran the previous year and last year at the start of the season they tried yep to run something different they and, tried to make major and changes and it was a disaster yeah. yeah and then it was so bad remember <laughs> that they broke it down and rebuilt it from the ground up those like handful of games where yep. it looked like a high school pk yep where it was literally like Four guys that didn't move. Yeah. Just stand here. <laughs> In your box. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody makes decisions. Yep. Nobody go anywhere while we try and rebuild this thing from the ground up and get back to basics. And it eventually worked. It got better. Yep. Uh, and ever since then, really, the PK has been fine. It was it was good in the playoff series. Yeah. It's been very good to start the season. It's given up opportunities. It's not like that hasn't happened. But with Georgiev locked in, you get away kind with of the, some that's of that, kind yeah. of the eraser of the, of the mistakes. and. It really helps when Jared McCann whiffs on one-timers. <laughs> it does and, I, and I like the personnel too, right? They added some yeah. new guys, and and I and I too I do believe that they've been a little more aggressive too. And there's a ruling out there like asses and elbows, right? So as soon as they see a guy with the puck that you see his ass, <sighs> sorry, pardon my language, but or his elbows, you get at him. And, and they've been good at that. And then you know they're they're battling for those pucks, and all of a sudden the pucks get out. And you know I think they've been a little bit better. Obviously on the draws on the PK too, which kills a good thirty seconds, right? If you win it and ice it down, mm-hmm. so yep. I well, mean, it just makes life so much I harder. Mean, it is because then you have to get the yeah. re-entry, and we know yeah. with one of the especially for Seattle, 
Reentry is a problem for them. They don't, they don't have that guy. They yeah. don't get into the zone very cleanly. They have to work a little harder. They've got a lot of moving parts to their Agreed. entry. And these are two teams that they went through a playoff series recently. Yep. So, like, the pre-scout is pretty easy. They know each other pretty well. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and so it's like, hey, you get some of the new guys up to speed, whatever. But it's, it, you know, these are two teams that already are comfortable with each other's deficiencies. You, you know, sure. even new season, whatever. But a lot of, especially for Seattle, a lot of the personnel is the same. And um, I think that showed tonight. I think the Avs were able to flex a little bit, especially tonight, uh, and not so much the other games. Yep. Um, but I thought that they looked like they were very comfortable with what Seattle was doing. Yeah. They, it, there were very few moments on the penalty kill tonight that you felt like they were in real danger. Yep. The unit was just really good. They locked it in pretty well, and yeah. it, it it's interesting because I do think they've added a different couple of pieces. On the one hand, I see chat talking about Miles Wood on there. He's a another Logan O'Connor type, right? Full energy, full speed, just go at you, make someone beat you. Yeah. But then they've also added Ross Colton on there, who it does have a bit more of an intelligent game, who understands where to be, how to position, where to put his stick to make life hard for the other team. And... Honestly, I think it's the most apparent location early in the season where you see Colorado's forward depth shining through because they can yeah. run four different pairs of forwards on that PK yeah. and be fine. Well, and we've also seen their defensive pairings. They have yep. been comfortable Gone through playing. all three. Yeah. yeah, they've been comfortable playing any combination of all six of their defensemen. And he threw cogs in there, like you said, tonight, right? Yep. So somebody else had less ice time tonight on the PK than they had the first two games, right? Yep. So. I didn't look at the PK minutes, but it's yeah. just math, right? The the <laughs> best app in the world, the NHL.com app, doesn't have special teams time yeah. anymore. Yeah, you know why? Why? Because they broke it off separately mm -hmm. into its own special post-game report now. Love that. Yeah. it Like everything about this update, <laughs> it sucks, dude. Yeah, it's not great. I tell you it's great when I'm sitting at home and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, this is like that's what I'm looking for. Yep. Absolutely sucks when you're trying to do something like what we're trying to do. Yep. And I, I will tell you the, the regular time on ice, very, very well spread. Dude, uh, fucking kidding The me. only forward over 20 minutes was Val Nachushkin, who played 21-37, who was great tonight, he by was the a way. Beast, yeah. uh, Cogliano, the low man at 920. But more importantly, on the defensive side, Devontae is led with 24-31. Kale McCarr, just 22 minutes. Uh, and even Jack Johnson, the low man at fifteen thirty. So and only a minute and nine of that was shorthanded time. Yeah. Um, Taves and McCarr basically five minutes of shorthanded time. Just speaking defensively here. Yep. Even Ryan Johansson though had a minute of shorthanded. Everybody's time. getting. In. What yeah. was Lecky at shorty? Uh, let me see. This is by number three three forty three. It's pretty decent chunk for Lecky there. Three forty three and three minutes on the power play. So and he only played eighteen forty four. So yeah. Artur Lecky to play like 12, 12 minutes, minutes at, at 5 at, And there was not a ton of 5v5 time yeah. in this game, to be noise. clear. Uh, there was a lot. Uh, but I do want to, I do kind of want to talk about that forward spread because we saw it particularly in the second half of this game. Bednar was just throwing out guys. Lots of combinations. There was, it was full yeah. blend in the second half of this game. Is there anything you guys take from that? Is there anything you said, hey, I like this combo. Let's see if it keeps rolling. I mean, what I take of it is there was so many penalties that some guys were, if you're not killing, you or, you, you know, throw the fresh legs out there. there you yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, all right, you get all there and play. And also, 
part of it was was probably that, but part of it was already part of the plan, right? As the start of the game by putting Lekkonen, right, instead yep. of Drouin. Well, it was uh, Nachushkin, you know, and then it was I mean, Lekkonen. I'm sorry, yeah, whatever. And then Lekkonen, it was Tatar, yeah, and sorry. then it was... <laughs> but you know what I mean? And, and I think guys that were just sitting there and not playing on the, uh, you know, special teams, you can sit there and get lost in the shuffle, and then you don't you don't get out there, and it's a tough night, so... Yep. Yeah, the blender was going for sure, you're right, for, for Bendar tonight. I just thought it was interesting... Um, you know, I think you do have some individual very strong performances tonight. The Avs' first goal early in the second period. Lecky scores the goal. It goes unassisted, but let's be real. Val Nachushkin created yeah, that makes goal. That play. He's the guy who drives the net. He's the guy who gets in there. And puck comes out for Lecky, and Lecky does the job ripping it into the back of the net. But I, I, we were talking about this just before we went live on air. Val Nachushkin, best non-star forward for the Avs season so far? Yeah. Well, been a bull. Like okay. he's, he's the Val of two years ago. Yeah. Right? Yep. Last year, obviously, with his uh, ankle injury, never got going. And, uh, you know, this year he seems pretty solid, seems well-rested, and he's been a force to be reckoned with, that's for sure. Like, especially, like we saw in that goal, going to the net, yep. creating havoc. Next thing you know, there's two guys down from Seattle cracking, and then and puts it in empty net. So, yeah, he's and a tough guy to stop. <laughs> that's a big fella. I wouldn't want to be in front of him. I'll Ooh. leave it to you that way. Uh, he also gets rewarded with the empty netter at the end of the game, so it does get a well-deserved point out of this one tonight, mm -hmm. too. Um, you move through the second period. I mean, I what is there not to love about Logan O'Connor tonight? Which we'll jump around I a little mean, bit, but he's the guy who, who chases down Eberle to start the game. It's a yeah, that's great. Yeah. We talked about it in the pregame. I yeah. wanted it to be Cogs, and you know, weren't anything. I wanted somebody to do it. Yeah, and LOC has now fought in two of the three games <laughs> this season. So again, what does Curtis McDewitt? No, I'm just, kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, Get them going. Get them going. <laughs> Wake them up. No, I, I really like. Uh, you have to love it from LOC. The guys love it. The team loves it. Yeah, that's culture. You know, that's that's saying, hey, we care about each other in this room, and you have you have wronged one of our guys, and so we waited. Until our next opportunity to have this conversation, it's going to be a little unpleasant. And credit for Jordan Eberle, uh, Jordan Eberle for being willing. I, I wasn't entirely sure that he was going to actually take it, and yep. he did. And he also looked like a guy who had not fought Got very much kicked in his in that career. Fight, yeah, for sure. Gets, gets beat up. So Logan O'Connor, two for two well, this year. I, I did want to touch on that culture a little bit more, a little bit. I, it's not just the macro. I think it's the micro culture there, too, because that is... LOC playing on a line with Cogliano tonight yep. and played on a line with Cogliano quite a bit the season before. Yeah. So that's a dude who is in tight with Cogliano. Those are two guys that yeah. play together. And you know, if when you go back and you watch that fight tonight, how does it, how does it start? LOC comes over to yeah, him. He, he gives he him a little, over, yeah. Yeah, yeah. give him a little shot and a little, just a little love tap. They have a conversation and he's like, you owe it. And yeah, Everly's yeah. like, yeah, all right. I, haven't, I haven't slept in four months thinking about this, and then <laughs> yeah. gets the proper beat down, and then and then you know, it's done, and then, yeah. yeah, and everybody moves on. It was yep. great. Yeah, that's yeah, that yeah. slow mo. Him getting punched in the face was <laughs> it was pretty it, juicy. Yeah, it was basically the energy drink that's not in my body right now. <laughs> was him getting punched in the face that will fuel me for the rest of the evening. There but you but go. I know where you're gonna go next with it is, and he gets rewarded. 
L-O-C. Why? <laughs> because he does the right thing, and, yep. and you know the mm. hockey gods are with him, and next thing you know, he gets the... Uh, gets the shorty. The shorty. Yeah. I, mean, I, think, honestly, I think the that's actual god was with him with that ridiculous pass by Kale. Uh, I mean, the, the, Kale is god, yes. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a great rim <laughs> of the board, and it's oh, not, a good, not a good job by Seattle. It is not. <laughs> and L-O-C just outskates it and then gets to it, and we're all like, oh, here we go, and then... Well, he comes in on the on the left side as a right shot, perfect yeah. angle. It's awesome, and you know he's scoring, you know, because he's done the right. Because he kept it forehand. Yeah, he didn't mess around trying to go to his <laughs> backhand. You which know, know what he spends, you are. He spends so much time on the right side coming in, going <laughs> right to way. left. Yeah, which is to his backhand. Yeah. The cut is now the forehand he goes, here. Now he goes yeah. left to right, and maybe Logan O'Connor should be a left wing. <laughs> well, but I, I always tell kids all the time, like they're like, "Hey, I don't want to play left wing. I'm a righty." And I'm like, "Man." You do want to play on the left of your right, <laughs> or, or vice versa. Because when you come in the zone, it's so much easier. I'm a, as a lefty, I come in on the right side. I see the whole ice. It's so much easier, just like we saw in LLC there on the breakaway. Yep. And uh, look, kid just has the knack for, for some of those shorthanded points or at very least shorthanded opportunities. Definitely opportunities. When the, uh, I was so surprised it was only his fourth career right? shorthanded it, goal. It feels like he should have 10. Yeah. But... I, I was curious. So many breakaways. When's the last time an Avalanche penalty kill has been net positive? Because they're zero given up, one True. scored this season. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm thinking it's been a while. We'll put it that way. Sample of three games. Yeah, oh. obviously. All Love numbers it. are a bit silly I right like now it. in the NHL. Have a little bit of fun with it. Don't take it too seriously. Well, that's seriously, better than last year, right? <laughs> yeah, when they were <laughs> about negative five on the, the penalty kill. Uh, God. It was bad. Yeah, it was uh, a tough start. Anyway, on that note, we are brought to you by Breckenridge Distillery. You can get yourself some of this bourbon right here. Look at this. Right on set, right here. You can get yourself. Get some, get some of that bourbon right here. Right here, right here. Come on down to the bourbon store, right? Over at Breckenridge Distillery, yeah. let me tell you. Uh, it's like you're trying no. to sell me barbecue from a roadside. <laughs> but for real, it's fantastic bourbon whiskey that's won a ridiculous number of awards. And they're also doing a giveaway for sweet tickets to a Broncos game. I get it. Broncos aren't the best thing to watch right now. I get it. But it's on New Year's Eve, so why not go to the suite for the fireworks display after the game? And sweets right? are pretty sweet. And sweets are also dope at any sporting event ever, at any time. So go check it out. Get over to BreckenridgeDistillery.com. Use the hashtag Broncos Bourbon on Instagram with your favorite picture of the Broncos to enter in for your chance to win those tickets to the suite on New Year's Eve. They'll narrow it down on December 1st, and then you can vote at BreckenridgeDistillery.com slash bourbon of the Broncos. Get in on it. Have yourself some delicious whiskey while you're at it. Or if that's not your thing, I don't, do we not have it on set? Uh, it, we don't need it on set. All right. That's fine. You can get yourself some DNVR joints. You can get a joint pack of DNVR weed, whether it be indica or sativa. They have options for you. Look at that right there. Comes in a beautiful little pack like this. It's super easy. You can pop it off. Get in on your weed. I don't want to. I don't want to pop it out right now. Go get some of that. Do we still have the video showing it off too? It, yeah, do it. I want to see the pretty looking joints. So I can sing.
There you go. Go get your DNVR joints over at Kind Love. Use the DNVR code when you purchase a Kind Love and get 25% off your purchase, too. So jump on it. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast as AJ's jamming out over there. Love Billy Joel, man. Understandable. Love Billy Joel. Definitely a, definitely a guy to love. Uh, when you get into a game like this, how important are getting those goals from your depth? Because, look, we talked about it during the watch long, the whole game. Your top guys just weren't that good tonight. And when they're not, then you got to get some, right? And yep. then, so you get it from the, so to speak, second line, right? I, you get it, but it's not. Certainly it's not, not the stars. It's not yeah. Miko and, and, uh, and Nate. And then you get that shorty. Yep. Which is so unreal, so valuable, obviously. It's not a goal as a line, but it's a goal in the special teams, which is so crucial in a game. So, yeah, it does become important. And then last game, you know, as we saw so many shots, so many attempts, and then obviously kill all of us, you know, Finally ties breaks it up. It, and, you yeah. know, and, and, but it would, you know, those, you can't go two, three, four, five games all of a sudden where you get no help from the depth. So this Haters. was good tonight. It's three games. Kind of nice that they got some help on the third game there. Yep. And then they can get on the bird, go home, and then uh, be ready for a big showdown Thursday. But you're right. It is important for those guys to get on the board. And obviously a few guys got off the schneids tonight, like Lecky and, uh, and Logan, and got their first ones of the season. And more guys to come here hopefully Thursday. Oh, and I think it's... It's something you've already seen three games of this season that the Avs did have in 21-22 that they didn't have last year is they're finding ways to win hockey games. It's It felt too often last year that it, maybe they were finding ways to lose hockey games. And I get there's context there that we don't have to go into. But when they need someone to step up, it doesn't have to be X player. It doesn't have to be McKinnon. It doesn't have to be Miko. When the Avs need a goal... They feel confident that they will get it from somewhere, but it doesn't have to be one specific player. Yeah, and we talked two years ago. A lot of our conversation throughout the regular season was the Avs doing a good job of playing the game that they're in, not the one they want to be in. Yeah. And we've seen them in three very different kinds of games. You know, they're yep. in a slugfest in game one yep. where they come out punching and then the other team punches back. And they and hold then, together and, right. and finish and then, that game. <laughs> game two, they just kind of punch and punch and punch and punch and eventually break through. Yep. And then uh, tonight, they get punched. They're getting beat up a little bit. Yeah, in this they, one. they yeah. get punched, and then they they it's, it's opportunistic tonight. They make it count. Yep. They don't get a ton of opportunities, but they, they cash in on the ones that they get. They make those little plays. They get the little breaks. They do whatever, you know. They, they end up on the scoreboard, and then they close. And I think that's the thing that ties all three of the games together. All three games have looked different, but the third periods have been abs. Yep. The abs have won the third periods. Yep. Won that bet tonight, by the way. They won more periods. They did. Thanks so, to thanks to that third. Yeah. Yeah. And so you you're talking about just a team that it is showing some of that championship experience. It is showing some of that maturity. Third period, strong. Right out of the gate, a good third period hockey team is going to win a lot of hockey games. Yep. Especially when you're as talented as the Avalanche are. And, you know, you're talking about your best guys weren't your best guys tonight. They weren't. They didn't dominate. They're not all over the place. Mm -hmm. They they were, uh, you know, 
Their underlyings are better than I expected, but there's a reason they're top guys. Even when they're bad, they're good. Yeah, and and they got better as the game goes on, and the Avs slowly, very slowly, take over. You know that possession, and you know being playing in the game that you're in, finding a way. You know, not being necessarily so stubborn. And that starts with the coaching staff being willing to say, hey, this guy's going. This isn't working. Let's promote they, him a bit. You know, yeah. and, and not just saying, hey, we're going to mix this up or that up and we're going to switch it back to this or whatever, but being willing to try a lot of different things. Yep. You know, Jonathan Duran takes four third period shifts, one of which is seven seconds long. Yep. You know, not not a guy who wasn't going. Not yeah. great out of the gate for Duran where that first game was fun. And he's been the real quiet. Games too, it wasn't great. Yeah, and then this game, good. you don't really think you don't notice him a lot. Yep. But, uh, and defensively continues. And this is not just Jonathan Duran, but defensively, some of the new forwards continue to really like Freddie Olsen tonight. Looked lost on a few of those. There shifts, were yeah. there were some shifts where there was a lot of running around and a lot of uh, just a lot of communication breakdowns. Frederick Olsen had that one shift where he just chased yep. everybody around. Yep. And it was like, dude, stop playing Rocket League and stop following the ball. <laughs> like, get in position and do something. Like, actually mark a guy here instead of just, like, drifting. Yep. And all of his teammates are trying to adjust to his chaos. As he just keeps floating. And, and yeah. Seattle just kept the puck and ended up with a shot on goal out of it. And then Frederick Olsen almost scored on the other end. And he just kept that's it Because that's hockey, baby. Yeah, I mean, he just drove the net. But is just... It, it, it's, it was a lack of stubbornness tonight that I thought served the Avalanche well. All right, we're going to mix this up. You know, we're going to try and play a little bit different. All right, you guys, you know, we, our top guys aren't skating as well. Yep. As a team, we aren't dictating this pace. So now we're going to adjust, and we're going to get a little less stubborn. So I thought the first period was a little too stubborn. Well, it was a little too trying to, like, this is Avalanche hockey. And that's how Val Nachushkin ends up as your top TOI forward. Yeah. Yeah. And the one thing I'll use your words there, I think what we're finding out through three games is you you can play the Avalanche any way you want. They can respond to it. Yeah. The slugfest like you were talking about. Yeah. Track meet, bring it on. They love it, right? You yeah. know what I, mean? I haven't Obviously. seen one yet. No, no, I know. But I mean, the San Jose, I mean, what'd they get? Like... Yeah, I mean, I mean, like you're that was a one way track meet. That's like, one, I, you know? I know, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it is a one way track meet, but they were just going and going and going. Or you want to pound them, try to intimidate them. You're not going to intimidate them. They have so much depth this year, and then so much more beef with, you know, Wood and, and, yeah. and Nakushkin. And, you know, what I mean, guys yeah. that, you know, Charles and Charles, that can Charles Manson, straight up run into stuff. Uh, yeah. Not Charles Manson, but, uh, you know. Manson on back on D being healthy, it makes a big difference. Yeah. And they're tougher to play against, you know what I mean? And and it makes a difference. It makes a difference. Like you said, last year, so yeah. many guys being called up from, you know, that are might not be ready at that time to play in the NHL from the foodies of the world. And no offense to Jean Luc, you know what I mean? But of course. You know what I mean? It's just more like now you got those guys and let's knock on on wood, you know, that everything stays healthy, but you got depth, you got it's easy for a coach now. You look down the bench and you're like, oh, I got this guy, that guy. Like you said, Joanne didn't play a lot in the third, you know. Uh, you have options. Yeah. And and if you're not going, well, somebody else is going to get out there. Yeah. And that's a good problem for a coach, right? Not a problem. This well, is a good and, options. And this is what we talked about with the versatility of the top nine is that yeah. Duran playing four shifts in the third period isn't necessarily an indictment of Duran because no. we saw that time on ice ended up going a little bit to Tomas Tatar. 
and a lot of it to Arturi Lekkinen and Val Nachushkin, who are complementary players, mm-hmm. who you are paying and relying upon to be that in, important <laughs> complementary players. Yeah. You know, when it comes to <coughs> Tatar and Duran, you're like, yeah, they need to be <coughs> better. They need to be a certain level. And it's been inconsistent for both guys to start, but you also have both guys. So when one's not going, you can turn to the other one and say, hey, I yep. can get a facsimile of that player in this guy. Yep. And that's an important part of their versatility. And then you do have, yeah, when Arturi Lekkinen and Val Nachushkin are going, they suck to play against. Yep. doesn't matter if they're on the same line or a different line. They, they aren't fun to play against. And then you have Ross Colton and, and Miles Wood just rolling around. You know, it's not like oh, LOC God, and Cogliano are fun yeah. to play against either right. down and, there. And we exactly. saw those guys tonight. They, yep. they are not a walk in the park. Yep. And if it is a walk in the park, that's not a park that you're going to enjoy. It's a shady park for sure. Yeah. Bad part of town. <laughs> going to have a bad time. Uh, well, so I think the other side of this that it combines with is the Avs have enough guys that you have confidence in where even if they're having a bad night, how many times have we said it with Miko? It just takes one play. There's enough skill in this roster that it just takes one play and the game's over. Yeah. Miko in the third period has not played a good game by any stretch, certainly by the eye test. Talking about that willingness to try different things, what's the line on the ice that scores that goal? Well, I don't even know. It's, oh, it's, it's Andrew Cogliano, McKinnon, Nathan and McKinnon, Miko. and Miko yeah, Ranson. Right. Yeah. Cogs along the wall, yeah. takes the puck it's, away. It's McKinnon and Cogliano they along the wall. are able to chip it to Gerard. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that make the play Great to play. Sam Gerard, yep. who makes a nice, just simple pass. Makes but, it, uh, and Miko one-times it, and bam, your best players haven't been very good all night, and now they just won you again. Well, they, they, they sealed you the victory, really. It's the that's the third period dagger. World class elite players. And, I mean, that's that's it. And and it's not just it's hard. Those players making a good play. There's a little bit of Avs DNA right there. How many teams have their D pinching in that deep along the wall to help win that puck battle? Yeah. There's a lot of teams that are scared to activate their D that far. Yeah. The Avs never afraid to throw the D in deep. It's a great play by Sam Gerrard, who also PS made a wonderful. Yeah. Stretch pass in this game. Ross Colton did nothing with it on the on the breakaway, but true penalty. It's true. I mean, I wasn't much of a penalty. And but, then you know, tripped Philip Grubauer on the way by, <laughs> which was pretty funny. <laughs> a little what's yeah, up? Give him a little toe. Yeah. That was high comedy. <laughs> that was funny. I cannot believe they keep pretending like this McDavid goal was some something on purpose. Work there. of art yeah, by it's... Connor McDavid. The dude overskates a putt. My God. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry. Anyway. It, it just, I know it's only game three, but you're starting to get that feel like the Avs have a lot of the right pieces this year. Yeah, well, and, and when we talk about winning games in different styles, that's how you have to be successful. You think that the Avs team that won the cup was just track meeting teams every night? Was, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, they're just winning five to three because they're just so dominant offensively. No, they were good enough and they were versatile enough that when their top guys, talking McKinnon and Rantanen, are not dominating a game. They find a way to hang tough. Like tonight. Exactly. Tonight was an exact example of what you want to see of, okay, we've been talking about it. Like, hey, you're three games in. You need your depth to do something. You get goals out of Alan Chushkin or Turi Lekkinen. Yep. Yeah, Miko scores a goal. 
But I mean, your your guys came to play. Absolutely. I, I, we will talk a little bit more about some of the negatives and problems in this game. Um, Logan O'Connor, sorry, forgot him. Just absolutely. But look, at the end of the day, the Avs are a perfect three and zero on the season. They ace the West Coast road trip. It's hard not to be feeling yourself if you're the Colorado Avalanche right now. No, you got to feel great. You got to feel good about. It. You just put an NHL record in the back burner with a new one, right? Yeah. You know, I know it's dating back to last year, but still. You're starting a season three and all. You haven't touched home ice. Your top guys, like you know, haven't been on you know flying on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Your goalie's been outstanding, which is always great to see. A continuation of last year, where yeah. that guy it didn't matter the team in front of him. Great player. And yep. and, and, and I think you got to feel great. Your PK's been outstanding, right? It's at a thousand percent, whatever you want to call that. Like they're perfect. It, you know what I mean? They are just yeah. absolutely it, perfect. So well, and that's. Look, I think Avs fans have certainly been a little bit spoiled over the last couple of years where every other night it's like, oh, Kale McCarr broke this record. Oh, Miko Rantanen set the the team record of goals. Oh, Nathan McKinnon just did something that hasn't been done in 45 years. That that stuff feels like a pretty common occurrence in recent Avs history. I mean, Kale McCarr has literally tonight just became the fastest player in NHL history for defenseman for a defenseman to score 250 points. points. That's not like he had one good year. <laughs> no, he's had fucking four of them. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> so yeah, you, you get yeah, on that plane tonight. You feel good. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah I mean, yeah. the well, lobster and, and tastes great on the plane tonight. Schedule you know? the the schedule makers do them no favors. <laughs> with a with a three game road trip across seven days to start the season, yep. you know it's a weird rhythm to be in of play a game, wait two days, play a game, wait yeah, two yeah. days. But because it's not like they were traveling, they stayed right. in L A. Yep. Then they stayed in San Jose. San Jose. Then they traveled. Yep. Hey. So uh, you know it's a, it's a weird rhythm to be in, and now they're going to play essentially their fourth road game in a row when they come home to play Chicago for another very late start. Yep. Well, and then it's, you... a, it's a weird rhythm to be in, and it's kind of a unique challenge. And they've they look for three zero. Yeah. Can't like, do any better than that. No, Seriously. no, you feel good on the flight. Like you, you, you let the dogs fly, right? You take your shoes off, put them, your feet up. <laughs> you do a little Netflix. You play a little cards, whatever it is. It's not that big of a flight, right, from Seattle. But yeah, even Was as that the coaches, what, the, what if you didn't want to play cards? What did you do on the plane back in the day? Oh, right? I played cards, but uh, you there know, was no Netflix back then. Yeah, no, I know. I was. <laughs> yeah, what's up? I mean, guys had those little DVDs inside yeah, of those the little pop-up players. Yeah, yeah I remember those. I always yeah. play like PlayStation. I always play cards. You know, it just makes the road trip. I mean, the flights so much shorter. And do you ever play Scopa? No, what's that? I don't know. It's some card game that exists. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> we just. I love playing cards. It was so fun. <laughs> You ever play this thing? I don't even know what it is, bro. Yeah, I don't know anything about <laughs> Did you it. Play it? I know it exists. It's popular with people who are not me. But even coaches tonight, you know what I mean? Like honestly, put the computer away. Stop looking at the game. Take, put your feet <laughs> take up. A, and, take a minute. You know, yeah. maybe have a little like beverage, and you know what I mean. Just like breathe. And, okay, you know what? Training camp's over. First road trip's over. We're going home for a couple days, not long, but for a couple but a days. a little bit. Say hi to the family, <laughs> and then let's get back on the road back east. But I think tonight is a moment to put your guard down and, and reflect and say, I think we've hit on you know pretty much everything to be happy about what we've done so far this year, from training camp to uh, you know the first road trip. So 
<laughs> it feels great, man. I mean, absolutely. You're winning. Well, it's the whole point of this. It's better than losing. Instead of playing <laughs> cards, maybe do your gambling through DraftKings Sportsbook, there which you, you can go. go sign up with code DNVR right now and get $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five bucks on any football game. Do whatever you want. There have been uh, last week. There were a lot of upsets in football, so maybe you can maybe you take a crazy bet when it comes to to football betting with DraftKings. But it isn't just that. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day in October. So go check out DraftKings if you haven't been over there. Use the DNVR code. Uh, get in on the game day greatness when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. New customers get that $200 instantly in bonus bets when they bet five on the NFL with the DNVR code. DraftKings uh, Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit CC cpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of boot hill casino and resort kansas licensee partner golden nugget lake charles la 21 plus varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources (laughs) i love that laugh right there i love it look at him also, he's dying. Also, have a pick of the week for you. I am taking Nathan McKinnon okay. to score two goals or more against Chicago. All right. Well, after the game tonight, <laughs> you almost never see yeah. those top guys yeah. have down nights. They in usually consecutive turn games. it around and torch it up and chicago's not for the first time all season the avalanche are going to get to play the matchups they want yep not matchups they're fine with against they can a team that with. can't match-ups, match up super well matchups they want and seth jones is like mother f- really with this also uh, just a little you know there's been a lot of a lot of buzz about Connor bedard's volume shooting through his first handful of nhl games mm-hmm. nathan mckinn's gonna show up in that building and be like watch me work kid <laughs> Let me show you how you actually do this. <laughs> I bet. We'll I bet those ma- top guys are like, yeah, you're good. We'll see how many you're he gets against yet. Taze and Makar, too. Yeah. I mean, there's a big difference. Yeah. It's uh, nothing free. Nothing free. Yeah. But that'll be defense. really fun for him. He's like, <laughs> this is a big challenge, but a guy like that lives for that kind of action. Pressure's earned, right? So, uh all right. Also brought to you by ourselves. It's a great time to become a diehard right now as uh, the season is just mm-hmm. firing up. I just dropped my first prospect portfolio of the season. I know most people are more focused on the abs, but if you want to keep an eye on that pipeline, we got you covered. Uh, Slow start for the system. Yeah. Other than the Russian kids. And Sean Barron's. And, well, it's Sean Barron's. Come on. Sean Barron's, baby. Uh, but we have tons of other content as well. You can get our diehard content. You get... Uh, discount on shirts as well as a free shirt when you first sign up with your membership mm-hmm. you also get discounts here at the bar uh shout out the homie came out here from huntsville Alabama. i forgot your name i'm so sorry jeremy all right shout out jeremy for coming down all the way from alabama to hang out with us at the bar tonight uh we were we were his backup plan we, we were part two of his yeah, plan and, after peter yeah. gabriel he was he he was here for the good stuff not an, for an us odd number of people that have crossed my path that Went to that last Peter night. Gabriel fans. Yeah. There you go. Hey, if you like it, you'll like it. Just another reason to come out, 
visit the bar if you do. We appreciate y'all uh, supporting us. Third period. That stuff. Avalanche podcast. Oh, yeah. That film room that I wrote the other day. Yeah, it was good stuff. I worked on it a lot. So I believe it. If you're a diehard, you should definitely go and read. Uh, Killing my, my, that yeah, goal. Yeah. I, I did a extensive film breakdown of the shift that tied the game in San Jose. So go dance read that. on the blue line. So I do want to talk about some of the things to work on through this game. I want to start here because it's been three games of it. Boy, do I not trust the Avs bottom pairing. Dude. There were two shifts tonight. Yep. Jack Johnson, when he won that foot race and then immediately <laughs> gave that it, puck away. Yeah. yeah. Allowed himself, allowed, allowed the four checker to get on top of him and take that puck. And Josh Manson was like, look, like, what are you doing? <laughs> Like, it was like, dude, what is happening right now? <clears throat> and then the other where he just leaves the puck. Yep. He just left it. <laughs> like, that puck has abandonment issues now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it, and the oh, thing is, God. like, on any given night, if your bottom pairing's not having a great game, that's okay. But when the rest of your defense is sloppy... On any given shift, Bowen Byram could was doing wild things. Sometimes it was awesome. Sometimes yeah. it was like, oh no, the weird. It was it was like the bizarro Byram tonight. Yeah, because the offense, the dis decisions with the puck, what's happening? And then he would make a great play with his stick to break something up, yep. break up, you know, get into the middle of the <laughs> passing lane or get it on a shot attempt that goes out of play. And you're like, what is going on? This is. Not great, man. And it, the first period, especially, the Byram Gerard pairing was brutally bad. Yep. Got way better, but brutally and bad. It, and the problem isn't that, oh, you know, Byram and Gerard had a bad game, but if they have a bad game and you can't rely on that bottom pair to eat a little bit more minutes, yeah. Now you're starting to put yourself in a tight spot. Well, and, and the Jack Johnson thing, I think, is becoming a more interesting conversation because he's not playing particularly and well. Chat's already asking on after Caleb so, Jones. So. It's, it's just uh, not even think getting into the Caleb Jones conversation, which for me should have already happened, but whatever. But with Jack Johnson, he's not playing very well. Um, he's playing a minute on your PK. Yeah. You've got... He's not even doing the job he's supposed to right, be doing. Right. You have, you have all the other guys that are getting more PK time. Sam Gerrard is now getting triple yep. the PK time. And it's like, okay, you have a guy that gives you nothing on offense. And you've always accepted that because he's fine in his own zone. He'll make he'll make a, a fine outlet pass, like he'll make the safe play, and he'll PK for you. If now if that's not his role, why is he on the like what what job is he doing anymore? He's purely out there to play fourteen minutes of even strength time for you that you just are hoping to get through exactly that and because you do feel like you have that hierarchy of here's our top pairing, here's our second pairing, here's our third pairing. You know, it, it for me, I'm like you, you he's. He's changing up all the forward lines, you know, and we always yeah. know with the defensemen, they always kind of moonlight with other guys. Depending on the there. situation. Yeah. yeah. Like every now and then. But I, I don't know. I'm, I would start tinkering with pairings two and three real soon. Yeah. If they're not making the roster decision to go with Caleb Jones, which it doesn't appear. In which cases they're in an entirely different yeah. world. Yeah. What I, what I didn't like tonight was, more as a group, a little bit of stubbornness, uh, stubbornness in their game. What do I mean by that is 
you know, knowing Seattle, knowing what they went through last year in the playoffs against them, they were just a little bit stubborn with their game, meaning like they tried to go make plays yeah. off the rush. Tried to skill their it's, way it's through it. It's not there. Yeah. It's not there against Seattle. They, they take time and space away from, from Miko, from Nate. And I, I just felt that not just those two, but everyone um, resulted in not that many scoring chances. Again, like if you compare it to San Jose or, yeah. or the first game of the season. And, and you know, sometimes you just got to play a little different. If it's not there off the rush and, there was too many off the rush or one, one and done and then puck out, then, okay, got to get it out and then go change, where sometimes you just got to, you know, and I'm not for dump and chase hockey. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying even with the skill and the creativity that those guys have, you can get to the blue line, soft chip it to an area right there where the other guy gets it. They go play down below the goal line, which is a big difference for Ds. They got to turn their skates. It's a different game. Well, the game is not in front of them. Now the game is behind them. So you saw on the goal on... Uh, you know, that, that resulted in the first goal there with uh, Lekkonen. The shift before, they were below the goal line. They were there for like 30 seconds. A lot like Seattle. Seattle well, has no finish, though, compared to yeah, the Avs, yeah, sure. right? You know, they, they know how to kill the clock, get down there. But the Avs have those guys, and then all of a sudden, boom, they get one. They, they stop being stubborn with their game. And that's what I mean and by their game was stubborn you know, a little bit. You get 15 minutes into this game, and you've watched how many Avs passes go right to a Seattle stick. That's and it's like, point, yeah. all right, boys, maybe tonight we don't have it quite at that level. Let's simplify a little bit. Simplify. Go play go play below the goal line. Go dig it out. Then you can still make nice plays. And, you know, obviously like we saw. You know what I mean? And But sometimes tonight I just felt they were a little too stubborn with that, and it took a little too long. And that's why they were kind of in the tight battle, you know, for, for most of the game. And then they got away, obviously, in the third. But Yeah. Yeah, that first period, so just some numbers. The first period's not great. Yeah. The Kraken with a 27-19 shot, shot attempt advantage. Yep. 11-6 um, to six in scoring chances. 2-2 two, two in high danger chances. So, so it's not, not heinous. Yeah, yeah. not yeah. great. Or not terrible for the abs. And then the abs after that actually had more shot attempts in periods 2 and 3. It was close, 13-11 and 16-12. Yep. Um, and then scoring chances eight to seven and then six to two in favor of the avalanche in periods two and three. And and three high, was truly pretty dominant for Colorado. Yeah, high danger chances four to two, three to one. Yeah. Uh the Avs expected goals four percentage in periods one was thirty-seven, period two was thirty-six, period three, seventy-eight. It's a team so that again, knows how to close exactly, right there. Exactly. Again, just like that, the game against LA. Yeah. That is that is the team that hey, they are in a close game against a good team here. It is a one goal game. Uh, it was 2-1 tonight. It was 3-2 in L.A. They get the extra Take goal. Take care of business. Uh, yeah. Rantanen gets the extra goal in both <laughs> games. And then they have a drama-free finish. Yep. Yeah. They score an empty net goal based on good play that starts with good decision-making, good hard work in the defensive zone, Win. and they end up with a with an empty netter yep. and, a, and a, a boring finish, which is exactly what you want. Uh, very quickly, we were talking about this on the watch-along, too. You kind of mentioned Olofsson. You've seen some maybe not the most interesting games from Tatar. How how far are we away from uh, Ben Myers or O'Reilly Tufty getting a game? A, wa- a while. Pretty far still? Yeah. Okay. But Frederick Olsen needs to win a face-off. He's been bad. He hasn't won a face-off in two games. Yep. Yeah. For a fourth-line center, that's a problem. That's, that's, a, that's a niche. one of the things you're supposed to do. That yeah. is a niche you have to be good at. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Just for the record, though, Ross Colton... Doing well, I think, in his defensive zone faceoffs. Yeah. And Raijo really crushing faceoffs. Well, yeah. and Raijo's overall faceoffs tonight are not good. I think he finished at like 47%. Sure. But his defensive zone faceoffs, 
he wins the critical ones. Of, yeah, he wins the majority. Well, and he was and the he guy won, he won, in the third, yeah. He won three of five on the PK. Oh, they, there you go. So. You'll take three of five yep. uh, from a face-off guy If on you're your 60%, PK you're time. doing good. Yeah, uh, well, because you're winning that face-off, and that was, that was the play that Jack Johnson made that left me yeah. so baffled. <laughs> Ryan Johansson wins that faceoff back, and Jack just says nope. Yeah, Jack Johnson just leaves the puck in the corner, literally just left it. You know, went to get milk and never came back. Man, it was ridiculous. <laughs> so just very look. I have abandonment issues. Okay, I work through them live on the air. <laughs> it's it, it was that was the frustration because you have a one faceoff in an important situation that you don't do anything with. They ended up having to work hard to get out of that zone. And what should have been what free. Should have been yeah. free. Yeah. But that is an area where Ryan Johansson has lived up to his billing. Yep. Uh, you Everywhere from your 2C, obviously. Especially on the power play, man. He's been a trouble. It was the really the, the big thing on that power play for Johansson tonight was McKinnon finally had a clean zone entry. Yep. And he drops it to him. And Rijo looked shocked yep. that that had just happened. As if that's not a thing McKinnon does all the time. Well, and, and he... This is where that country club bullshit from Nashville has to stop. Yeah. Because he is not accustomed to playing with players of that intensity and that caliber. Yeah. Who are, you have to be ready. This is why we talk about it's a skill to play with some of these guys, to play with some of the top guys. It's a skill to be good next to them. Ryan Johansson looks like he's still trying to figure out how to play against, you know, with alongside the, with those guys. Yeah. Elite talent. He obviously spent time next to some really good players in Nashville. That is not the same as playing next it to Nathan McKinnon. It was a different McKinney. pace, for sure. It is not the same. Yep. Those guys, the guys in Colorado are more creative, and they play at a faster pace, and they will do anything that they see or think that that will work. And Rijo has looked overwhelmed by that pace up to this point. I agree. All right, bud. Towel off after that, uh, that rant. <laughs> and those are watermelons on his shirt. Yeah, they I are. Love it. <laughs> Uh, let's get this to some favorite shirt, man. Let's get I to some it. super so chats. Awesome. End this on a, a high note for the W. Looks like two from Spence. Thank you very much for the two dollars, Spence. I don't know what he was trying to send, but he texted me a video. Okay. There you go. Now yeah. you know. He was very excited about it, so I'm sure he was having a very fun time. Uh, two dollars from Easton, who says, "Great to see Lecky and Val's work pay off." Yeah. Yep. That shift well earned. It's a great job by Val in particular, and then yep. Lekkonen just doesn't make any mistakes there. Yep. Which is an undervalued thing. Like, we've yep. seen, we see guys in the NHL miss open nets all the time, and it's like, how do you do just it? Just not but effing it up will get you a long way. Another 20-goal season of just not effing it up. Yep. Uh, thank you for the two. And then $2 from the Schick, who says, this type of win gives me confidence. Go, abs, baby. And I think, yes. I think so, too. This road trip as a whole, the abs should be extremely confident that they can play anybody in any style at any time go after it and we got a late one from ko with ten dollars who says welcome back fam go evs welcome back ko all right i'm good any other things you guys want to add other than abs are perfect so far this season the three of us have to turn around and be here tomorrow afternoon to do exactly this yeah so. it's we're past it's today now we'll, but we'll save it to be here later today so we will just be Moving along. We'll save it. Yeah. Lot, Moving lots along. more content coming your way. Megan's post game piece, AJ studs and duds, me doing my video. Eric going to bed. Eric Megan's piece is already up. Oh, look at that. Oh, Megan's piece Go is on read it. it. Go read it right now. You can you can get the game story right there. 
Uh, we are out of here for the night. We appreciate y'all. We are back tomorrow, 2 p.m. Mountain for the pod. Then you got more games on Thursday and so on. We appreciate you, and we will talk to you on the next one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We all silly like the mayor. 